Hey guys, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with us and follow our Instagram, Twitter, and Curious Cat socials at Abwan Podcast. Our TikTok is at Abwan Chronicles. Or even email us at abwanchronicles at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the team, check out our merch at abwanchronicles.com. And you can also buy us a coffee or purchase a monthly membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash podcast. This season, we're coming with new episodes every first Wednesday of the month. Don't forget to turn on that notification bell. Welcome to the Abwan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women, Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, and Umar Khair. This is Ikran, your part-time hype girl and full-time resident of Toronto, the city of champions. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, and politics. Oh my, what's going on with this new plat obsession? Oh my god. The plat craze. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this episode. I know kind of like a high level overview of what Ikran was up to. Like who she was recording with. Yeah. And I just know how passionate she is about plants. But it's been... How long has this hasn't go, this been going on? Like you were there on the site, on scene. You know how long yeah. this, you know, this progression has happened. She went from no plants to... <laughs> to just like an being actual a plant obsession. Mom. <laughs> like being a proper plant mom. And like she has multiple plants. I don't think people under... Like I don't know if everyone knows about how many plants Ikran has. Not just in her house, but in her workplace as well. So this girl literally like has a forest in her house, number one. I want to start off with that. In her bedroom, <laughs> there is a forest. She propagates them. She has like a designated shelf for them. And then at her workplace, she also has like a whole shelf of them. So Ikran's, I want to say Ikran's, you know, she's in deep with these with these plants. She's this this episode is very much fitting for her, and I'm excited to hear it. I love that for her. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like during the pandemic, people decided either they were going to be a pet parent mm-hmm. or they were going to be a plant parent. Mm-hmm. But I feel like also, like, at one point, because we're, most of us are city girls, like, we always felt like plants and garden was so far removed from reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's nice to be at a stage in life where buying plants is, like, normal. Yeah. <laughs> It's something we, we are doing and enjoying too. Love that for her. It's so funny because like when we were younger, I feel like we used to just look at our parents sideways when they would get so excited about plants. And they weren't even as obsessed mm-hmm. as we are now, right? Like they would just get greenery for the house and we'd be like, what is this? Like this yeah. is just odd. But then now it's like the things I'm learning, you know, I'm, the things I'm learning from other people. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a plant mom. I would say Ikran is like a proper proper plant mom and she has like all these techniques down like she she has these um vials for like propagating which is what you do when you want to like grow more plants so like she does that there's there's things that you learn because each plant is like unique you know they have their own requirements like they have their you have to water this one once a week this one once a month it's a commitment it's the commitment it's knowing all of your they're literal children it's like you have kids right like you have to yeah (laughs) you get it the thing i I bought a plat i have one plat i'm a one plat parent Mm -hmm. but like when you get a plat you're just like your whole life is in my hands you know 
It's not satiate. It's not real. Is it that I big, feel that? Is it that big of a responsibility for you? Like when I get a plant, yes, I'm gonna take care of it. But like if it dies, it dies. Do you actually feel bad? Oh no, <laughs> I I genuinely my plant is on its last leg. I know it's really suffering and I hurt. Like it hurts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I put like too much life like features to it. I feel like you could do the same things like stuffed dolls and people do that kind of stuff where to them it's like so real. Mm-hmm. Um maybe I'm doing that to a plant, but then at the same time you know i feel like plants are in that you know uh, what is it called that gray area where are they alive are they not like you can always bring <laughs> them know. back to life it's not like a child or like you know an animal where you you do something wrong not, you that's can it. just grow them from the leg critical exactly cut off the animals like and then regrow it exactly like with plants there's always a chance that you could bring it back to life you know so that's that's the good thing about yeah. them but yeah, no, Ikrans, you know, this is just a mini, mini intro for Ikrans episode that we're very excited to hear. Yeah. Um, we just want We're going to learn a lot about it too. Hopefully, I can bring my plant back from the dead, you know, <laughs> give it some life that it deserves <laughs> after this episode. Oh my God, we got hope for you, sis. You know, just be consistent with your plants, you know? And if you, if you know See? that you're not the person to like water them and like take care of them or be observant, get one of them ones where you literally just put an ice cube in the water and that's it in the, in the soil and that's it <laughs> you know them plants i might have you, to do that where you just like water it once a month and it's still thriving and it doesn't need me exactly but i'm not gonna lie to you we have a few in our house it's winter you know we're in canada a lot of them start dying at this time of year they start looking odd yep. that's where it's at right now but you know inshallah khair. frankenstein frankenstein plants exactly all right then you guys go ahead and listen to the episode. Enjoy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace and blessings be upon you all. Welcome to this episode of the Abuan Chronicles podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about plant parenthood. So when I thought about the name for this episode, I thought I was so smart, only to find out that a lot of people use this term, which is pretty cool. It's not news that there's been an uptake in becoming a plant parent and owning houseplants. In fact, according to the National Gardening Association, the houseplant sales in the U.S. have increased by 50% to $1.7 billion over the last three years. Mainly the doing of millennials. It comes as no surprise that millennials are delaying some things such as marriage, having kids, buying a home, mainly due to finances or no love life. But I digress. No, but seriously, the median age of marriage in 1970 was 20.8 for women and 23 for men, and has gone up to 27.4 for women and 29.5 for men in 2018. Lily Ewing, who's a therapist, said, People are designed for connection and nurturing, but with more millennials waiting until later in life to have babies and settle down, young people are turning to plants. It makes sense why plant owners call their plants their babies. Heck, it makes sense for me. I feel like I'm responsible for them. But besides nurturing, plants also help with stress relief. Studies have shown that younger people are reporting higher stress levels than older generations, and they admit to not having healthy ways to cope. Environmental psychologists suggest that caring for plants is a great way to relieve stress, as long as it's a hobby and not an obsession. Don't even get me started on the immense influence social media has had on the plant craze it's what got me into it in the first place all those aesthetically pleasing pictures and how they bring life to a space they're so beautiful who wouldn't want to live in a jungle right (laughs) well at least i did being able to take care of my plants brings me joy in a way that i don't quite understand yet but for this episode i decided to invite 
my fellow plant lovers and experts whose love for plants definitely rubbed off on me through Instagram and get a sense of what their plant journey was like and how they got into it. Whether or not you're a plant parent, this episode is for you. We'll also be doing a giveaway, so make sure you stick around to the end to learn how you can enter. For this episode, our first guest is Daryl Cheng. Can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure, sure. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Daryl Cheng. Um, I'm the author of The New Plant Parent and also the creator of uh, Houseplant Journal, which mm-hmm. is a website and an Instagram account. And I teach how to take care of houseplants. Amazing. Uh, I love I love your content, which is kind of what drew me to reaching out to you for this episode. I, I love seeing how you're able to kind of break down the information so that it's really easy to understand for people like me who are pretty new to planting. Um, so mm-hmm. you're an engineer by trade, right? That's right. Yes. So how, like, I know a lot of what you use is you're kind of using your engineering skills to talk about how to care for your plants. So can you talk to me a bit more about how those two two things intersect? Because they seem like sure, two sure. things that are completely <laughs> unrelated, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it's actually part of also the story of how this all began, mm-hmm. right? So I was studying engineering, um, and then I was still living at home at the time, and my mom said, hey, Daryl, help me decorate the house with some house plants." And so I said, okay, sure. But then she added, but you need to figure out how to take care of them because she's claimed to be bad with plants. Mm-hmm. Now, this was confusing to me because she taught me how to do outdoor gardening and vegetables and annuals and perennials. So I thought, hey, mom, what's so different about indoor plants? Yeah. But she kept going back to this narrative of, oh, I have a black thumb or I kill everything. Uh-huh. So when I decided to just buy a bunch of plants and then I said, okay, why don't I just Google it like anyone else would, right? Yeah. And, you know, everything that I was reading was just kind of like the same repeated stuff over and over, very vague kind of advice um, that for me as an engineer, you know, we like uh, we like things to be structured, structured, systematic, specific. We need numbers, you know, mm-hmm. and I just felt like that was completely lacking, especially when it came to houseplant care. So I started Houseplant Journal literally as a journal to, to blog about my houseplants. Um, mm-hmm. I started on Tumblr, but nobody really used that. So oh, then I, I moved to Instagram. Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> so moved to Instagram. The thing that was I was really doing was I was talking about plant care, not using the same generic types of advice you hear mm-hmm. everywhere else, but yeah. just being more precise about it. And that's sort of, I guess, where the engineering part comes in. Like you tell someone to build a house, you're not going to say like, uh, you know, oh, how long do you want to cut the two by fours? Oh, you know, yay length. Like yeah. you got to be specific, right? Mm-hmm. And so you say to someone, what light do you give this plant? Oh, bright yeah. and direct light. Well, what does that mean? What does that right? mean? I, I I love that you have that on your website because I'm like, I don't know what that means. How close to the window is it? How It's just very vague advice. It, it, was, it was vague and not only was it vague, but it was also, I think, causing people, like the average people who look up plant care advice, to feel like, hey, I should, like they feel like, hey, I think I'm following the instructions and yet I'm not experiencing Mm-hmm. you know, good plant growth, right? So not only was it imprecise information, but the other half of what I kind of try to address is poorly managed expectations for mm-hmm. how a plant should grow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so inevitably when someone feels like plant doesn't look very nice anymore, they blame themselves and they, they like, they think, what am I doing wrong? What have yeah. I done wrong? Yeah. And that's kind of like how a house plant journal began. It was just born out of this 
uh, I suppose, feeling like what was currently out there was just not adequate to help people have a nice, rewarding hobby with houseplants. Yeah. No, I think that's great. So I guess you decorated your home at the time with plants and... <laughs> yeah, I decorated a house at the time and realized, hey, these plants are doing really well here. And my, like, I think right now, maybe people might think of, oh, okay, there's this idea of a green thumb where somehow you're just intrinsically more skilled with plants. But I really don't think that's the case. And in fact, I firmly believe now that anybody who you think has a green thumb most likely just has extremely large windows. That's that's all it is. Um, because in my old house, we had two huge skylights. And I literally just bought the plants, put them there, and you know water them regularly and realize, hey, they're doing really well. And then someone else messages me and says, how come my plant's not doing so well? And then... You know, I look, uh, I say, like, show me where you put the plant. And it's like 10 feet from a small window. Yeah. <laughs> There's no chance, right? And I think in my engineering mind, I'm, I look at the situation like it's a like it's a whole system, right? The plant interacts with all the stuff around it. And you have to actually know the levels of all those factors in order to have a better prediction of how well the plant's going to do. Yeah, wow. And also, I think the thing about windows is, too, you read, like, south-facing window, north-facing window. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, like, what if I'm not facing, what if my window just isn't facing in that direction? Is is there any... Yes. Uh, what if you have buildings outside? What if you have uh, yeah. trees outside? Like, all these, so, so yes, all these things matter. And what I've come, I think more recently, I've come to realize that, you know, people want simple rules, mm -hmm. but then... The problem with rules that have a lot of exceptions is that they become uh, like bad rules, right? Like yeah. If you make a if you make a rule, it, it needs to have very few exceptions where the the reverse would be true, right? So, for example, best example is okay. I have an east facing window. You have a south facing window. Who has more light? Is it always going to be the person with south? No. What if they have a building in front? What if the person who yeah. faces east? is up in a building without any obstructions at all and floor to ceiling window. Like yeah. window size, the, the obstructions outside, and also the, the physical distance and orientation that you put the plant from the window all have a very profound effect mm -hmm. on the like objective amount of light that a plant will receive. As someone who's new to planting, if you're trying to get instructions online, a lot of it's very scary. It's just, it just seems like, okay, well, you know, you, there are a lot of prerequisites to, you know, getting into it or maintaining it. I remember when I first got it, someone told me about propagating and I was like, I, that sounds very hard and I never want to even try that. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And then when I like my pothos, when my plants started to grow bigger and I started watching more videos and seeing people do it, I was like, okay, wait, and now I'm addicted to doing that. So the first time I feel like when you start reading things and seeing things, they seem very scary, but I feel like if you take it one step at a time, it's definitely mm -hmm. easier than, you know, you know, you're right. I think there's a aspect of, the sort of time frame at which all these things matter, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. if I, you know, for me, I've been doing it for so many years that I can tell you that, okay, when you own a pothos, yes, you don't, you probably can just only, you know, water it, let's say, for the first few months, and that's all you need to do. But then, as you, as you experience, eventually it'll get long enough to like touch the floor or something, right? So, then at that point, 
you think to yourself, okay, maybe it's time to propagate. Maybe it's time to like literally make more of a plant, right? So all of these things, they have their time frame. But I think if you give somebody, if you <laughs> if you just tell someone all of the things you could possibly do with it, right, up front, exactly. it's intimidating. But then if yeah. I tell you, oh, you should expect to do this in a year, expect to do this in two years, that kind of thing, right? That I think that kind of structure helps a bit. Yeah. And I, I think I also wanted to just kind of, maybe you can tell us what propagating means for people who've, you know, never done sure. planting. Yeah. So, so here's like the, the, the wondrous magic of nature, which is that uh, you have a plant, let's say we were just talking about pop-up. So like a long viney plant, right? You know, the, the great thing about these plants is that uh, just the word propagation means like to reproduce, right? So, you know, animals and, and humans, we reproduce by having offspring, right? Plants, well, we do know that, for example, plants that have flowers reproduce by seed. Which, you know, the flower becomes pollinated and then it becomes a fruit, then it becomes a seed. Seed makes a new plant. There's another type of propagation called vegetative propagation, which means you can just cut a piece of the plant off and then get that piece to make its own new root system and then boom you have another plant so that's what we're talking about and the reason why that's so powerful in houseplant care is that we're effectively like um i, I don't know if you uh, follow harry potter but i always call propagation is the horticultural horcrux basically living forever yeah like this little plant behind me it i've had it for now over five years now, these particular leaves are new, as in they only grew the last year, but I've continuously propagated it, you know, every time it go longer and scraggly, I just chopped it up into, you know, 50 pieces, put them all together into a smaller pot, and then boom, it grew new leaves, right? Yeah. So, effectively, like, it's a <laughs> eternal life for some plants. Yeah, I, I love doing it. I, I bought propagating test tubes recently and so just mm -hmm. doing it it's so much fun and some of them you can kind of hang it on your wall and it looks like it looks really pretty so it's it's really it, fun it's another do. form of uh, decor like you have another another way to display some plants yeah yeah so i mean you i think you explained it perfectly just cutting your plants and growing more and you know a mm -hmm. lot of times you can just give them away or you can keep them for yourself whatever you prefer but i think it's a really mm -hmm. nice way of keeping it alive for like you said forever in a way pretty much yeah and so one thing that I wanted to ask, because, you know, you're a plant owner and all, is how many plants do you have? Or have you stopped counting because there's so many? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the, I have the, uh, I've stopped counting okay. um, kind of I, phase. I, I, I had a feeling. So it, it's more like I can say every single windowsill has as many plants as I can fit. And if there are any plants that are far from the windows, they have grow lights. Okay. Yes, that's, that's a really important thing. I recently bought grow lights because I, I started planting and doing plants during the spring. So I've never, I didn't think about winter and how gloomy it'd be and no sun. And so that's something that I recently invested in. It's supposed to come this week. So I'm really mm -hmm. excited to kind of start using those so that they can start growing. Um, mm -hmm. Or, or continue like, growing through continue, the winter. Yes, continue growing because, yeah, because I guess they would slow down and they're not getting as much sunlight, right, during the winter. Right. So, yeah, I think... A lot of times when we talk about the quote-unquote less light in the winter, we have to recall that the actual amount less it varies by the latitude, right? Mm -hmm. So for us here, we're, we're all in Toronto, right? Yeah. So our day length is 15 hours in the summer and down to about 
nine hours in the winter, mm-hmm. me- meaning the minimum is nine hours. Yeah. So as long as you know, you're still close enough to the window, the window's big enough, then even when the sky is lit up for those nine hours in the daytime, you know, most of these tropical plants, they, they grow with quote-unquote low light that they won't just keel over and die, Yeah. right? It's only like succulents or cacti, the ones who really need direct sun, mm-hmm. that will really suffer a bit more, mm-hmm. right? So... I, I'm always trying to, I guess, qualify, put a quantity on it, because I don't want people to just suddenly be like scared of everything in the winter, right? I guess that's the engineering in you. Yeah, yeah. It. Like I, I have yeah. to look at the numbers in order to sort of like quantify my fear level. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. We don't know how many plants you have because you have too many, but do you remember what your first plant that you ever bought was or what your favorite plant is? Yeah, the, the first one, I mean, I think we, we got it from a friend when we moved into that house uh, with my mom. So it was Aglonema or Chinese Evergreen. Now that plant has since passed on, but then I have another Chinese Evergreen now. Okay. Um, that's kind of like a, a nice one. But in terms of current favorites, I'm looking around and they're almost all like saying, pick me, pick me. <laughs> uh, probably this this guy here, Monstera oh, Thai wow. Constellation. That's a so it's like plant. the Monstera Deliciosa, I'm sure you know, it's like the yeah. plant with all the nice, um, what are called fenestrations. Yeah. But this, this one in particular also has a lot of uh, uh, like very patchy variegation. So variegation mm-hmm. is like um, different vari- variants in the, the greenness of the leaf. Yeah. So this guy is uh, my favorite. And I grew it from a very small plant uh, about four years ago. Wow. I mean, right now they're so hard to find. I mean, where did you where, where did you get it from back then? I'm... Well, yeah, back then um, there's like a, a kind of like a specialty plant shop called uh, mm-hmm. Crystal Star Nursery. And they would typically like bring a bunch of plants to like a show or something. Sometimes they're at the CNE, you know, we used to have that. Yeah. Um, like they, they would have a booth there. So one year I... I found this guy well i mean it was very small though and and i I bought it back then and so that it just kept growing and growing so it was uh kind of a really nice plant to have because you you start small and then the leaves are are just little heart shapes yeah but then each new leaf that grows gets bigger and bigger and with more holes and and cuts on the side so it's been a really fun plant to have around yeah i have the monstera not that one but i have the other one the regular the green one yeah yeah yeah, and i love it it's so pretty and i started propagating that so hopefully um, Mm. i can make more of it but i really love that plant it's it's a good pick Mm -hmm. for a favorite plant we're almost close to the end but i also wanted you to tell us a bit more about your book and what inspired you to kind of i know you created the page because you wanted to give the give folks um tips and tricks and is that also why you decided to turn it into a book yeah uh well you know it's it's funny that you say like i decided to turn it into a book but it's it was actually more like um what happened was a, a literary agent uh approached me and said hey i think you can write a really good book about plants okay. so she came to me and then we together we put together a proposal and then you know she helped me pitch it to publishers and so mm-hmm. that was really how it came together and i, I guess i mean personally when, when you're an engineer, when, when you make, you know, a set of instructions or something, like you want it to be nice and systematic and put yeah. it all nicely together. And I felt yeah. like a book was the best way to, um, I guess, communicate the things that I think about with plants. And I feel like, you know, I've been very thankful for the reception of the book. 
people have really enjoyed it. They felt like it, it was almost like when they read it, it was refreshing, a bit more scientific and a bit more realistic in mm -hmm. terms of how to take care of plants. And, and at the, really the core of it is how do you enjoy them? But that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's it. Where can people find your book? Yeah, uh, anywhere. Um, Amazon, Indigo, um, some, some smaller bookstores might have it. Um, I, I know that uh, Type Books in the Junction in Toronto Mm -hmm. uh, they, they carry it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's available anywhere. And it's called The New Plant Parent. For all our new plant parents who are interested in reading uh, Daryl's book, you should definitely check that out. I guess the last question I had was any tips for anyone who wants to get into planting? I'm sure they can learn a lot in your book, but do you have any tips for, you know, people listening mm -hmm. to this who've never really thought about getting into planting and are now like, maybe I'll consider it. In plant care, it's not, you know, do everything proper. And every and the plant will be perfect. Like that's that's not the right way to look at it. But I think that's a lot of the way that most people approach it. Right? They think, okay, I just follow the instructions, and the plant should be perfect forever. But that's that's not the case. The case, the, the way that I approach it is is three parts. Number one is really understand your environmental conditions. That's light, temperature, and humidity. Then the second piece is just try your best with care. Like give it your best effort. So that's watering, fertilizing, repotting. Um, and these are all things you can look up and learn. And the last piece is let nature take its course, which is to say, you know, you bought a plant. You didn't buy a statue. You, you bought something that's living. And, and living things have to go through the ups and downs and hardships of, of life, right? Which means they're going to grow and they're going to change. You know, you enjoy the plant for what it is right now. And you should expect that it's going to change in the future, right? And whether that's something that you like or you don't like is a choice. And so you have to recognize it. And if you, and it's fine to say that, you're, you know, the plant looks ugly now after so many years. It's fine. Just, you know, remember that, it, okay, now maybe you have to propagate it. Maybe now you have to sort of reset it if, in a sense, right? And all of that is, is all part of the experience. Some people are too scared to get a plant because they think they'll kill it. And I think it's all part mm -hmm. of the experience of learning how to care for it. I mean, I killed my first few plants. It's like you said, they, they, go, through, they go through changes. They are living. So it's just a matter of trying to adapt with the plant and make the changes as needed and see how it goes. And uh, that's, that's really great advice. And I hope, you know, I hope people who are interested in planting <laughs> but haven't really taken the steps definitely do it it's really fun uh, if i do say so myself but daryl thank you so much for joining me today um i'm really excited to keep seeing what you do and the and the different content you you put out so thanks again for joining me mm -hmm. thank you so much for this next part of the episode i have two plant parents maimoon and khadija who you may recognize from other episodes Hi, everyone. Uh, it's me, Khadija. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard uh, my previous episodes with Abwan, but I'm back for another one. Alhamdulillah, this one's not embarrassing, but I'm <laughs> joining from... <laughs> not yet. Hopefully. Oh, not yet. <laughs> I'm joining from Edmonton, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm sure everyone remembers your episodes. A lot of people have said some of your episodes were their favorite. Wow. So, yeah, you don't need to be humble. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. People know you. Hi, I'm Maimon, joining from the other side of the globe, from Birmingham Sharif, UK. Well, thank you both, first of all, for joining me. I know our time differences are kind of off, so I really appreciate all of you accommodating the 
Eastern Standard Time Zone. I would give my firstborn to Abwan. I would do anything for you guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Khadija, for that. Uh, so I invited both of you to talk to me about your plant parenthood journeys. Both of you, are like Khadija, I've seen you with your yes. plants on the Instagrams. Uh, your journey has been very interesting <laughs> to watch. And so you're going to tell us a bit about that. And Maimun, like I've also seen you talking about plants a lot on the Twitterverse. And I'm just like, whoa, this girl has a lot of plants and... I wanted to talk to both of you about your journeys. How did you guys get into planting? Like, was there a story? Did you have a plant journey? Um. Okay, so <laughs> this is so cliche. And I swear, I never thought I'd be someone who would say this, but I got into plant planting or plants in general during um, the quarantine, during COVID, like that first year where everyone's trying out like new hobbies and stuff. Um, a lot of people started with baking, but I was already on that grind. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay. old stuff. Don't need to do that. So I said, ooh, plants. That seems interesting. So um, my kids right now are in their terrible twos. We've gone through two winters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. Terrible twos. No, because wow. we've gone through two winters together. And I feel like if a plant survives two winters, that's it. It's alive now. Like, for real, for real. My first ever plant uh, was a fiddle leaf fig. Okay? And if you wow. even sneeze, if you even <laughs> sneeze next to that plant, it's shedding. It's dying. It's crying. Wallahi. Oh, my God, guys. There's this one point where I literally, I sat down, okay? And I was almost on the verge of tears because she wouldn't grow. Um, and she was so stagnant and her leaves were falling and there were, like, white marks everywhere. And the internet is giving you so many different, um, like, reasons why. Like, oh, my God, too much sun, too little sun, too much water, not enough water. And it was just like, why are you guys giving me this contradicting information? And so I literally started reading Al-Fatiha. And then when I finished Al-Fatiha, I started reading Surah Baqarah. And I was like, if this doesn't help you, you're going in the trash. <laughs> it was dead. so stressful. No, well, like that put, plant put you through a lot because Khadija has an Instagram page for her plant. <laughs> Dear God. Literally fake mom. And honestly, watching her with that plant is a journey. And I've avoided that plant specifically because of because of Khadija's uh, struggles with it because I always see people with it but I'm like no it's put Khadija through hell I cannot deal with a high maintenance plant that will die if you do Fam, anything you literally oh move it you move it literally to a place with more sun and it shed a leaf it's shedding its leaves because you moved it like it's so temperamental I hate her but I love her <laughs> <laughs> Diva. That's, I'm sure that's how all how parents yes. feel. What about you, Maimoun? I think like maybe the official start was uh, January 2020. Uh, so a little bit before COVID because I'm not cliche. And I'm very um, special and edgy. Um, <laughs> wow. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> not, not like She's them. different. Um, but I think it was like way before uh, when, you know, as a child, uh, I, I would always like buy um, the one euro plants uh, in the supermarkets. So they would just have like the primrose, little flowers, and I would always buy them. And they would always mm -hmm. die. Because I didn't know anything about plants, you know? Wow. Um, and I was always experimenting with things. Uh, I would uh, plant the um, the bean, like you do in school, but I just continue every now and then. I'm like, no, 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 this time. At some point, 
I moved to other things. <laughs> so, and it came back 2020. I was just going to work and then there was um, like a stand selling plants and I said, you know what, this time is the time. Um, so I bought uh, like su some succulents and um, I never stopped from there. Ekan, how many plants do you have total now? I should have thought about that before. It was in your questions, my friend. You wrote the questions. I know, but that was that was questions directed for you guys. How many plants do you guys have? While I while I think about myself, I don't have that many, so I can't count them. But what about you guys? Mm, for me personally, my personal collection includes ten plants and an avocado seed. Ooh. But yeah, I'm taking care of like fifteen plants, um, some that my sisters own. So. Yeah, it's crowded, crowded yeah. windowsill. I went to count them today and I basically, I think they're 40. 40, 40? Four, yes, but... 4-0? They, most of them are small. Damn. So don't judge me. <laughs> I have a lot of space as well. Mm. <laughs> judge, girl, I'm so. impressed. Wow, that is very impressive. But yeah. most of them are propagated, so I'm just like duplicating wow. plants. So, um, just making free plants. That's so cool. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Literally, me too. That's so cool, actually. But, um, Maimon, what would be the majority of, like, the plants that you have? Like, what kind of plants are they? Foliage plant. What, what is that? <laughs> I don't know the exact definition, so do not take me uh, for my word. You know, the plants that their main feature is um, their leaves. So it's not it's not a cactus, it's not a succulent, it's not a flowering plant. They're just plants that are there to be green and lush. So um, those... Oh. Can I imagine like keeping a plant that's gonna take ages to grow? You need to give me a dopamine hit. Like, no, I can't. I can't wait for this. Drag, <laughs> literally. drag me. I literally am trying to grow an avocado tree, and I have been for the last year. No one ever tells you how slow it is. No one ever tells you that you see the first leaf like five months into it. You know, they're such liars. TikTok lied to me. I wanted to do an avocado and mango too, but a mango. I saw someone talking about like how to do a mango, like putting it in like a ziplock yeah. and keeping it humid, mm -hmm. and then I just forgot it in the ziplock bag. Really. Wow! <laughs> so, Was it germinated? I really like. I can't. I don't know. It barely did because it turned black. Like I oh. literally left. Like I was supposed to keep. I was supposed to keep changing the tissue, yeah. but I forgot to do that. So you can imagine. Um, horror i don't think it was gonna live so i just i just threw it out guys but when you forget about your plant for like a little bit or whatever or and like it grows like that like fungus or like that you know that white film where do they get that thing white thing is it on the soil on top of the soil uh yeah on the soil oh though like mold. when it becomes like whitish it's mold yes that's what i was looking for that's a word <laughs> it's oh. so gross uh, apparently it's harmless it is yeah for most part for the most part it just means that you're watering it too much i think no you know what's the mm -hmm. worst thing about watering it is those fungus gnats <laughs> those weird like annoying yeah, flies yeah. my algorithm has figured me out down to a I love that and it keeps showing me these things and I think for the longest time, I didn't even know that those little flies were f coming from the plants. And my sister kept complaining about I'm them all the time. Only for me to see it on Instagram where they're like, here, these are ways you can get rid of fungus gnats and like using hydrogen peroxide and using like the, 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 the sticky yeah. papers. And I bought that and I put them and there are so many. And then people just say you're supposed to water them 
not water them as much or bottom water yeah. them as much as you can. And I was like, how are you supposed to know that? Like, yeah, damn. you kill and you yeah. learn. You kill a couple times, <laughs> then you learn. <laughs> Maybe Malani, don't kill. It really is. It's the circle but, of life. It's literally the circle of life. Yeah. yeah, it's not the end of the world, you know. Some that's why like people should maybe buy inexpensive ones to practice on, and just kill them. It's not the end of the world, you know. Just uh, yeah, just put it in trash. Uh, I mean, when you get a bit more experience, you will try and um, you know if it's uh, take cuttings, resuscitate them, do something. But in the beginning, it's not the end of the world. So some people say, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, I always kill plants. Um, yes, but did you try and improve from the last time you killed one? Facts. Tell them. Mm, that's a good one. Can I ask you though, Maywood? Um, yeah. What are your favorite cheap, affordable, beginner foliage plants? Uh, Khadija, you should just take my oh, spot. Oh, I'm dead. No, I'm not complaining. I feel like that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, Go for it. I actually made a passive-aggressive beginner guide for my friend Tobias. Um, shout out Tobias. I hope you Shout out Tobias. Um, I love that. So maybe I, I'll finish it and then you guys can share it. Um, oh my god, you're giving it to us? Well, I need to finish it. Also, maybe turn down the passive aggressiveness or turn it up. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, tune it up. But yes, I made her a little list. Um, the snake plant that I murdered, that is what, a, a beginner plant. But yeah. it's not a beginner plant if you think that, um, you know, you just need to love the plant so much that you need to give the water so often. Mm. I'm just going to confess something. Um, as someone who has successfully raised a snake plant for two plus years now, um, I just want to say that I'm better than you guys. I, I did that. Wow. I even propagated it. I, you know, I wow. repotted it, propagated it. Um, I water her once a week. She's fine. Yeah. Just, wanted, just wanted to put that you out want there. A what kind of soil do you have? Yeah. Why why does it need water once a week? That's the question. <laughs> Why you do it? I only give her like mm, half a cup, three fourths of a cup. I counted how many I have. I have seven mm-hmm. plants. Okay. So I don't have too many, but I'm propagating like my pothos a lot yeah. because I just, it's just so easy yes. to do because it's gotten really long and I'm really addicted to doing that. Which one's your favorite, Ikran? Oh, I, I love the Monstera. Yes. But I, I think I would have loved Maimun's one even mm. more, but I don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like that one. But I mean, tell us what is your favorite plant? I made notes, but I couldn't choose. Okay. You know what? If they hear me, oh my god! Wow. What if they hear me? I'm I can't dead. Oh my god! I'm my dead. Yeah. They're gonna hear me, but I, I'm not sure because they I kind of obsess over one for some period of time. So before the beginning, I think the monstera comes back. So the monstera is an ever is a never ending love. You know, I don't hate any of my plants. Actually, no, I'm lying. There's one that I don't mm. like. I, and I bought it because it looked like one I wanted, but it's a stupid one. I don't like it very much, and I'm neglecting it a little bit. Okay. The, I think the Monstera, I, I was obsessed with, um, like, a Ficus Tineki. I don't know their names, guys. Mm. But because it's the one, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the rubber plant that's variegated. Um, mm. Oh. Yeah, the leaves, like, look like they were painted on. They're so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, then I have a huge alocasia. Oh, alocasia is so beautiful. It's massive. Alakish is it's so like beautiful. Mm. Almost my height. I mean, I'm not too tall, mm. but it's very big. Uh, and it's taking up a lot of room. Alakishas are also known as elephant ears, right? Uh, yes. It's one of mm. the big ones. Like, I think it's called like a giant taro. 
is one of the yes. different names. Some lady on TikTok actually, I seen this the other day. Um, she actually bought like a taro um root plant, like a organic one with all its like fixings and roots and stuff from the supermarket, from the farmers market, and she planted it. And she lives in California, so beautiful sun, beautiful water. But uh, she planted it. And she got like elephant ears like three months later, and she's like, oh my god, and they were huge. So yeah. that might be an avenue if you're not willing to pay the big bucks for a, you know a plant plant. Just a heads up. Oh, this one was cheap. How much was it? I bought it for like thirteen pounds, and I've had it for less than a year, and it's triplicated in size, quadrupled, like it's humongous. Khadija, tell us what is your favorite plant or plants? Oh my God, this is a really loaded question. Okay, and <laughs> Alhamdulillah, she's all the way upstairs, so she can't really hear this. <laughs> but <laughs> and by her, of course, I mean the fiddle leaf fig. But um, you know, she is definitely the plant that I spend the most time on truly and honestly but i don't think she's my favorite and i'm no. so like if she gets sick tonight guys i am never recording for a plant again but it's um gonna lose a leaf. <laughs> stop it my favorite plant actually is um it's a myrtle tree but not the myrtle tree like that you see outside, like the big ones. It's a houseplant myrtle tree. And it's so cute. And it's like a shrub. Um, and it's like, oh, please Google it. It's so cute. It's oh, so cute. It's like a, really I know, it's like a circle shrub and like it's hanging by like a really skinny like bark, like, you know, ah, she's just so cute. I trim her every, every week because she grows. Um, she needs sun, she needs water, but she's so low maintenance, so low maintenance. And, like it's instant like if you if you piss her off why am i talking about them like they're human beings if you <laughs> just if you, going. <laughs> if you if you piss her off like one week and you don't water her whatever like her leaves fall true but like within within three days like she has new growth so she never really dies she's everlasting and i love that about her but uh, yeah the myrtle myrtle tree house plant is my favorite it's super easy um but yeah what's your stance on giving plant names human names. Oh, um, I, I think that it's very appropriate because who's going around calling, who's going around saying fiddly fig? Like, what the hell? That's such a mouthful. What do you call her then? Shauna. Um, I'm sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> that's an interesting name. Did the plant tell you what name to give it? Tell me. Explain um, yourself. No, no. It's just, I got tired of saying it. So I was just like, yeah, Shauna, you're Shauna from this day forward. I'm giving it all this food. I'm buying stuff for it. Can we just talk about how expensive plant care is? And when you need to repot, how expensive it is? It's a huge undertaking. So, of course, I'm going to name you. You're my child. You're literally my child. I'm feeding you, bathing you, clothing you, making sure you're okay. So, you know. Do all yeah. of them have names? Um, Only my faves. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Maimon? Do you have names for uh, Two of them have names. Are you going to tell us what the names are? Yeah, I will. So, I have a, a okay. big spider plant. Ooh. Her name is, her name Kula. Anyways. Her name, let's just give them genders, is uh, Medusa, for obvious reasons. It looks like uh, wow. Medusa's hair. And then I have a Monstera Addisoniae uh, that's called Halim Dulel. Wow. <laughs> because I, that bought, is perfect. I bought it with my friend Haliba, so it's named uh, after my friend Haliba. Hi, Haliba. So, um, yeah, those are the only ones. And my Monstera doesn't have a name. 
Dul Dulen in Somali means holy, right? Yeah. Like lots of holes. With holes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. People sing to plants. Yes. Okay, Anne. I'm people. What's good? (laughs) Get up. Square up. Square up. What's good? What's good? (laughs) I love that. To each their own, Wallahi. Yeah, babe. I th- I, th- I think the sound vibrations help them grow. To be honest, but that's just me. Weren't they? I feel that's- like there were either studies or some theories mm. that, like, you know, when you say good things to plants, yep, get into they're, like, it. Like happier. I don't <laughs> yep. know. I, I don't know the, the, the you know how this. how sound those are, but I yes. did hear that. Yes. You know? Thank you. Yes. I'm just gonna believe it, yes. even if it's pseudoscience. I don't care. Sure. I don't care. Well, <laughs> we're going to wrap up. Okay. Yes. But before we go. Right. Yes. I want you both to give like your la your tips, like one or two tips for anyone who wants to get into planting. So they haven't really delved into this world, but they think they want to. What would you say to that person? I think maybe one should go first because I'm probably going to end up crying at the end of mine. So <laughs> go ahead, girl. The first thing I would say is like research. Uh, when once you decide what plant to buy, or even what you just bought it. Uh, impulse impulse purchase you know you just bought it brought it home uh, just google its name uh, if you cannot ID it then there's a lot of apps or you can go on Reddit uh, you can just like take a picture and then uh, you can ask people to ID and then research the hell out of that plant like research everything if you want to keep it alive uh, obviously don't overdo it uh, there's no need to like overdo it but uh, the more you know obviously the more chances you have to keep it um, alive uh, also, don't buy plants that cannot live in your in your house. So, if you live in a very dark house, sorry, buy fake plants. Or like, if you cannot provide the environment for, for mm-hmm. your plant, it's just saving you a lot of um, heartache. You know, if you care enough, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, like, don't buy a very exotic uh, or very expensive rare plant if you haven't had plants before. Just like start small with easy plants and. Do not overwater them. That's the main reason your plants die. Just give them yeah. enough water. You love them too much. Don't love them just too keep, much. Want to keep yeah, watering some of them, them? They like to be neglected. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you so much for that, Khadija. Those are actually some really great points, and you. I just want to touch on one one point that you made. Um, absolutely, don't be planting no exotic plants if you live in Canada. Um, the first tree I actually killed was a majest- majesty palm tree. What was I thinking? Where was the thought process there? You're going to buy a palm tree. <laughs> but where did he get and- it from? Oh, Superstore, girl. It was like $11 on clearance. But they had it. So I, I mean, like- they had it in Edmonton. So, you know. But they lied. It's They lied. Okay. <laughs> it's meant to die within a year. Because where is the sun during the winter? There's no sun. Ooh. Babes, there's you get no grow sun. lights. You can. But see, that didn't even that didn't help because it needs warmth. So it died, like okay. it literally. Anyways, so that was a great point. That's you basically um, said everything that I was gonna say. I just want to add a couple of specific points. Do not buy a fiddle leaf fig as a first plant. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, unless you want to be sobbing in the bathroom at two a.m. because your plant is shedding. Don't do it. Okay. Um, a couple other things. I think 
um, like propagating your own plants, like from the seed, um, theoretically is a good idea, but you need to really be on top of that. I think, um, one of the easiest things to propagate, truly and honestly, but it takes a while to see like results is the avocado, um, seed. And like, it's so easy. You're going to eat avocado anyway. Just grab the seed and plunk it into water with some toothpicks. Like, there's so many videos on TikTok. Please go look at it. But, um, I think that's a great beginner's, um, thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, don't feel sad if you kill a plant it's yeah. you know yes it was a living breathing thing and you killed it <laughs> so but but you're an assassin but, but at least it wasn't a cat I'm so, exactly like you know better better a plant than a cat you know what i mean but also like you can always get you can always get more and more like even the most seasoned people started from somewhere they killed something so just go ahead and buy the one that you think is cute i wanted to add one thing which was um bugs Uh (laughs) learn about bugs and don't wait because one of my originals i didn't know why it was dying but apparently it was full of mealybugs so I have yes. I didn't have a lot of plants, so they didn't diff, like they didn't take over my house. Yeah. But uh, every time you buy a plant, oh, there's so much to say. Anyway, everybody, every time you buy a plant, quarantine <laughs> it. You know, you should be familiar with quarantines. Yes. You know, COVID and stuff. Just yeah, isolate it from everybody. Some of these bugs, yeah. they will fly. Thrips, I'm talking yep. about you. They will fly. <laughs> so learn as much as you can about bugs and how you mm. can defeat them. You know, uh, what is it? Bugs. Yes, because you will get them sooner or later. You will get plant. Oh, you will get bugs. Sorry. I no. In my head, I'm never getting them. You know, you will. You maybe have them. I'm not getting them. I'm not getting them. So every time you. That's why you need to read Fatiha. Read the Fatiha. Right now. I everything, but isolate it, inspect it. I just Mm -hmm. bought a magnifying glass. Ooh, something we didn't touch on. Yeah, you need to you need to be um, like wiping your leaves as well. Like you know, check them always. Check them like once a week at least, and wipe them with like a damp uh, paper towel or something. So then it'll be so much easier to see like what's changing and like you know what kind of bugs there are. You know all that. If there's holes, it'll tell you. Yeah. Before we really, really, really wrap up. For right? real, for real. All mm. of that stuff. Like, if I was someone who wasn't into plants, I'd be like, that sounds like a lot of work. So, yeah. why should anyone bother doing all of that? I just want you guys to tell me what joy you guys get from taking care of plants quickly. Okay, first of all, if you're getting a seed, you're growing something from inception. And all of a sudden, there's this greenery in your house, okay? You wake up in the morning and the sun is hitting the leaves just right. And it's like, you know, a thump in your heart. And it's just, you know, joy. You know, I don't know how to explain it. And then when you go up and you smell it, you could smell soil. You know that that rain smell? You could smell yeah. that. And it's something that you're taking care of with your head. So, you know, um, if you're feeling down or like sad, it's like, yeah, I'm feeling all my midterms yeah i just got fired from work but <laughs> the ficus is thriving you know <laughs> so, <laughs> it's something that keeps you grounded validation yes exactly it keeps you going day in and day out it's like you know i gotta wake up tomorrow because i gotta water that plant at this time specifically because some plants are super temperamental and you have to water them by the hour on the hour you know so wow you're just scary yes. people khadija i'm sorry can you guys tell i'm depressed i actually love that because honestly i wake up and i just look at my plant and just waiting for the new leaf to come out it brings me joy it's so slow but every day i'm like oh my god there's a new leaf when when three or four of your plants are sprouting leaves at the same time new leaves and it's just like beautiful this was a week 
Oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> so cry. much fun. It seems yes. so tedious, but I feel like once you start doing it, it kind of gives you purpose. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not to say you don't have purpose, but it just gives you, you know, like something outside of work and outside of mm. like, you know, other things that just occupy yep. your time and you just kind of, you know, have to look forward to. Exactly. And, you know, you get to enjoy that. What about you, Maymoon? It's so nice to see them grow. I inspect them regularly. Yeah. So I know which one is pregnant. <laughs> Because some of them, you know, you know when they're about to have a leaf. So that's awesome. Like, honestly. Also, I it's very, it's like meditation. I don't know if you have, like, a big collection. Every day you just check on them. And you can attach a ritual to that if you want. Like, if you're doing, like, if you're Muslim, and like, you're doing the adhkar, like, you can do them. Or you can just, like, meditate, whatever. It just is a good, it's a, it's a nice little routine. If you grow them from small, like Khadija was saying, it is so satisfying. If you buy the cutting or, like, you make a cutting and then you watch it grow, I think you love the plants that you raised more than the big established plants that you buy. Yep, 100%. If you buy a big monstera today is not going to have the same flavor as the plant that you grew from when it was one leaf. Yeah. It's yep. not the same. Uh, also, it's nature inside. I mean, what is bad about having greenery inside? Nothing. Because green just gives you joy. So go with it. Do not be intimidated. Mm-hmm. I think like if you buy them gradually and you research them, you're just going to fill in love. You're going you're gonna to want to take care of them. So there's nothing to lose by buying plants. Can I make a request, Ikram, before we end? If any of you guys know a lot about fiddly figs, can you DM me, please? Because every day I'm learning something new and something else has popped up and I would really like help. Please. (laughs) Put it in the trash, Khadija. It's time to put the dog down. No. Ah, she can't. We're all invested, okay? There's a whole Instagram page for this plant. There's no way she can do it. That's second cost fallacy, Khadija. Let it go. Please no. Please DM me on fiddly fig plant, fiddly fig mom uh, on Instagram. Please, please, I'm begging. We're gonna have that in the description as well. Thank you. Thank you both so much for joining me today. I'm really, I was really happy to hear, you know, about your plant journeys. I've, I've been seeing your plants from the sidelines, but it was great to kind of hear about um, your journeys and like you know, how your plants are growing and your attachment attachment issues with some of them <laughs> mm-hmm. and the naming. So some things you can't see online. But again, Jazakallah khairan to both of you for joining me. And Thank yeah, good luck uh, raising you. your plants. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Good luck raising yours. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Shout out to you for making it this far. Before, you know, you stop listening, I'd like to let you all know that if you missed our Black Friday sale, do not worry. We have a special discount just for you, those of you listening right now. Our merch will be 40% off for the next 48 hours only. So head over to our website at www.abuanchronicles.com forward slash shop and use the coupon code abuan 40 We'll also be offering free shipping for residents in Canada and the U.S. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are having a giveaway. We will be giving away a signed copy of Daryl's book, The New Plant Parent. And that's not all. As you all know by now, the Monstera Deliciosa is by far my favorite plant to date. And Jomo Studios has offered to give us one for our giveaway. Jomo Studios is a plant-based shop in Toronto, and they have a large variety of plants. And you can head over to their site or Instagram at Jomo Studios to see what they've got. Unfortunately, this giveaway is only open to GTA residents, so we're really sorry about that. But for those of you eligible, you can head over to our Instagram for instructions on how to enter the giveaway. 
You can find our guests, Daryl, at Houseplant Journal on Instagram. And you can also find Khadija at Fiddle Fig Mom on Instagram. All links and socials mentioned in the episode will be in our description. As you all know, you can reach us at Abwan Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us anonymous questions on Curious Cat at Abwan Podcast. Or you can email us the old-fashioned way at abwanchronicles at gmail.com. Thank you so much again. And until next time, friends, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.